Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This morning, five test positive for COVID after a Sydney Harbour cruise, two of them believed to have Omicron, plus a school shuts to stop the spread. A tornado tears through a town on the New South Wales central coast as wild weather batters Sydney. Chinese hackers almost cut power to millions of homes in Queensland, the hack that has experts on edge. And a war of words over the fifth Ashes test as the first one gets underway. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Five people have tested positive for COVID after attending a Sydney Harbour cruise on Friday night and authorities say two of them are likely to have the Omicron variant. Contact tracers are scrambling to get in touch with 140 people who were there. All cases are now isolating at home. It comes after the results of almost 1,000 COVID swabs revealed the Omicron variant was circulating in the New South Wales community a week before it was detected in international arrivals. Chief Health Officer Kerry Chant confirmed the variant is likely to have entered the state on November 23. There are now 31 known cases. A school in Sydney has chosen to conclude its final term on Monday, closing early as the list of exposure sites grows. Omicron may have spread to Victoria, with the state's health department carrying out genomic sequencing for a suspected case in hotel quarantine. The fully vaccinated traveller arrived from the Netherlands via Abu Dhabi four days ago. They immediately went into isolation. History could be made in Sydney this summer after the fifth test was stripped from Perth. The Harbour City has entered its bid to host the last match of the series to be held from January 14. So uh, what we're doing now, we're running uh, a short uh, process where we're inviting expressions of interest from other jurisdictions. Western Australia's police minister has since slammed Cricket Australia for being completely inflexible, claiming if the AFL can move the grand final, then so too can cricket. The first test at the Gabba begins today on 7. It's been revealed Chinese hackers came within minutes of shutting down two Queensland power stations last month in a ransomware attack which would have left three million homes in the dark. News Corp is reporting Australian company CS Energy was able to stop the hack at the last minute by separating its corporate and operational systems. The incident has experts worried with foreign cyber attacks becoming increasingly common. 
Australia's top doctors have reassured parents that COVID jabs are safe for children as health authorities prepare for a holiday vaccine blitz. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. Some MPs don't agree with this new rollout. Yeah, that's right, Jody. In particular, two uh, coalition MPs who have lashed Australia's response to the pandemic and in and vaccine mandates. Speaking to a parliamentary committee yesterday, doctor top doctors said the COVID vaccine for children is safe and effective, and the number of side effects seen in the same age group overseas is extremely low. But that wasn't enough for one coalition senator, Jared Rennick, who accused health authorities of turning young Australians into guinea pigs, that claim utterly rejected by the nation's top doctors. Meanwhile, fellow Queensland MP George Christensen joined US far-right broadcaster Alex Jones in likening quarantine facilities to concentration camps. The Prime Minister hitting back at his colleague, denouncing his comments, calling them trivial and insensitive. So further cracks in the coalition over Australia's COVID-19 response. Sounds like it. Okay, Taylor, thank you. There's been little relief for flood-affected communities in Queensland and New South Wales, with storms continuing to batter the eastern states. These pictures show a tornado which swept through Blue Haven on the New South Wales central coast yesterday. In Sydney, emergency services responded to dozens of calls as heavy rain lashed the city. In Penrith, water poured into a store, bringing down part of the ceiling. Meanwhile, Perth is sweltering through one of its hottest December weeks in almost a century. Temperatures will tip above 40 degrees today and yesterday heatwave conditions and wild winds whipped up a bushfire north of the city. Conman Peter Foster has been arrested in Victoria after six months on the run. The 59-year-old was hiding out on a farm in the Macedon Ranges after skipping bail in Sydney in May. Uh, Yes, I would say that Mr Foster was surprised would be an understatement, yes. Foster is accused of a sports betting scam involving $2 million in Bitcoin. Buses and trains are back and teachers too in New South Wales after strikes caused chaos for parents and commuters in Sydney alike. Passengers took to social media yesterday to share videos of packed carriages. Three quarters of the city's train services were out of action yesterday and hundreds of bus drivers walked off the job in Sydney's southwest. Teachers will return to the classroom this morning after their strike over pay and conditions. A truck driver has been questioned and released without charge over a Melbourne freeway crash which killed a toddler and left her family badly injured. Seven vehicles were caught up in the chaos which occurred as they entered a roadwork zone where the speed limit was reduced from 80 kilometres an hour to 40. Police are still piecing together what led to the tragedy. Laws surrounding cryptocurrencies and buy now pay later services are set to be tightened under the biggest overhaul of our country's payment system in 25 years. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg will announce the major reforms today, the government introducing more protections for consumers while also looking at a new taxation policy. The services are still operating under regulations drawn up in the 1990s. The elusive British artist Banksy wants to buy a prison and will sell a famous stencil to raise enough money to do so. He sees the jail's Victorian wall as a giant canvas and wants to save it from developers. 
It's not the sort of place you'd want to visit on a bleak British day, but scaling down the side of the former Reading Jail, a Banksy, the graffiti artist known for making his mark, this time with a different agenda. This was a place of dark, harsh correctment, and we're looking to turn it into a place of opportunity, of creativity and freedom and fun. So different to what it was like for 170 years. A typical Victorian prison where playwright Oscar Wilde was locked up in the 1890s for the then crime of gross indecency with another man. These days, Banksy is said to be impressed by its 500 metre long wall, likening it to a giant canvas and wants to turn it into an art centre, saving it from property developers. To do it, he's raising money, selling off the stencil used to create this. It could be yours for at least $18 million a very rare collector's item. Banksy has opened a theme park before, even a hotel in Bethlehem on the West Bank, but this project to reinvent a grim part of English history could be his greatest masterpiece yet. In London, Hewitt Fowle, 7 News. There's hope the drug Viagra could lower the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. Researchers found almost 7 million men in the United States had a 69% lower chance of developing the disease after taking the drug. But scientists have cautioned that more work needs to be done before it can be safely prescribed to treat Alzheimer's. As we take to the skies again, we're paying the cheapest domestic fares in five years and the airfare war is intensifying with more entrants competing and the promise of even lower prices on the horizon. Border closures have hampered holidays, but they've started to reopen, so our appetite for domestic travel has kicked in. There's so many people who haven't been able to see family. There's just a lot of pent-up demand for travel. And airlines are providing. A new report from competition watchdog, the ACCC, says domestic travel during summer will spike. The more competition you have on routes, the lower the airfares. Expansion all carriers are on board with. Rex is launching services to Brisbane, Virgin, Launceston to Perth, Qantas, Newcastle to Adelaide and Jetstar also taking off with direct flights between Sydney and Mackay. We are in really for an airfare bloodbath. While airline Bonza is set to take flight next year, already creating even more competition. Both Virgin and Rex are offering $69 tickets from Sydney to Brisbane, while Jetstar has gone a step further of $55 airfares. A similar story on the Brisbane to Melbourne route. Virgin and Rex are offering $79 tickets, while Jetstar again went even cheaper at just $65. Well, we've certainly tipped the whole domestic airline business upside down. It's estimated Australian airlines have lost $4 billion after tax over the past decade. The majority of those losses have occurred since the pandemic began in 2019. Air fares are tumbling and uh, they're desperate for passengers. So now is the best time to buy. Leonie Ryan, 7 News. In an unlikely move for a social media giant, Instagram is actually urging users to log off, introducing a new mental health tool called Take a Break. The tool lets people, especially teenagers, know if they've been spending too much time scrolling on the app, encouraging them to spend some time away. It comes just a day before Instagram faces questions from US lawmakers over its child safety practices. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones trading more than 500 points higher. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Gemini's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 528 points higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also ended in the green. The All Lords finished 76 points up and the ASX 200 up 69. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,787 US dollars an ounce. Oil is just below 73 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.15 US cents, nearly 81 Japanese yen, and $1.04 New Zealand. US President Joe Biden is holding virtual talks with Russia's Vladimir Putin in a high-stakes diplomatic effort to de-escalate the crisis over Ukraine. Let's go live now to reporter Miley Hogan in our US Bureau. Good morning, Miley. A tense call between the two leaders. Jody, only the first moments of that video call have been released publicly and it shows the pair exchanging pleasantries, but it would have taken a very serious turn after that. It is understood that President Biden is using the time to warn Putin that Russia could be hit with tough economic sanctions if it invades Ukraine. And Vladimir Putin wants a guarantee that Ukraine will not join NATO, a Western military organisation. Satellite images reveal that Russia is building a heavy military presence near Ukraine's border. It's believed there are more than 90,000 troops there. But Putin insists that Russia has no intention of attacking Ukraine. It's understood the call went for over two hours, but details of the exact discussion are unclear. But later today, the White House has confirmed that President Biden will speak with other leaders about the call, including the French president and the UK prime minister. Jody. Okay, Miley Hogan in the US. Thank you. Strong winds, heavy rain and snow have hit parts of the UK as storm Barra sweeps in. Wind gusts of up to 130 kilometres an hour are expected to hit Northern Ireland, Wales and southwest Scotland. A severe weather warning is in place in the Republic of Ireland and 49,000 homes and businesses are without power. It's the second major winter storm to hit the UK in less than two weeks. A man has died after a three-storey apartment building collapsed in southern France. The man's wife and baby were pulled alive from the rubble near Toulon, but two other people are still missing. The baby's cries and sniffer dogs helped pinpoint their location in the debris. The building is believed to have collapsed following a suspected gas explosion. NASA has launched an unmanned rocket carrying laser communication technology which could revolutionise future space missions. It's part of ongoing research to test laser's capability for future trips to the moon and other parts of the solar system. The lasers could lead to better communication and more high-definition videos and photos being sent from space. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. 
To Sport Now, and the first Ashes test at the Gabba is finally here, with day one starting today. Pat Cummins will lead the Australian team for the first time after replacing Tim Payne as skipper. England have named a 12-man squad for the test. Their all-time leading wicket-taker Jimmy Anderson will miss it, despite being fit. The first test begins on 7 after sunrise. The Renegades got their big bash season off to the perfect start with a thrilling win over the Strikers. Matt Short was stretched to his limit as the Gades lost their last six wickets for nine runs to reach nine for 153. But his catch had nothing on Jake Fraser-McGurk on the boundary, who took one of the best catches seen in the competition. Chasing 153, Adelaide needed five off the last ball, but fell short, the Gades winning by two runs. And it's a big bash doubleheader tonight. First, the Hurricanes take on the Sixers before the Scorchers play the Heat. Both games are live on 7 and 7 mate. The Western Sydney Wanderers have been dumped out of the FFA Cup after suffering a shock 2-1 loss to National Premier League New South Wales side Arpia Leichhardt. A halfway wonder goal sending the underdogs through to the quarterfinals. Diaz spots Margos off his line. It's an absolute stunner from Tyne and Diaz. What intelligence. Wellington Phoenix booked their place into the round of 16, beating Western United 1-0. Novak Djokovic is coming to Australia in January for the ATP Cup. Organisers say the world number one is a confirmed starter for the team's event in Sydney. It's a strong indication he's also planning to defend his Australian Open title in Melbourne, but Djokovic remains adamant that he won't reveal his vaccination status. Australian Open bosses say all players must be able to prove they are vaccinated. Aussie Opals coach Sandy Brondello says it's highly unlikely Liz Cambage will be welcomed back into the fold. The star centre withdrew from the Tokyo Olympics with mental health issues and says she has zero interest in playing at next year's home World Cup. We want people that are totally committed and invested and excited. She's a great player and we wish her all the best, but uh, if you don't want to be in the team, then we'll move forward. Brondello has parted ways with her WNBA team, the Phoenix Mercury. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs continue to gain moisture over parts of northern WA, the northern tropics and the east, causing rain and storms, some of them intense. The troughs will also maintain heat across much of northwestern WA. A high is sending cooler southerly winds and showers to Tasmania and Victoria. Around the capitals today, showers and a possible storm in Brisbane, heading for a top of 30 degrees. A shower or two, 22 the top in Sydney. A shower or two in Canberra as well, heading for 19. Showers developing in Melbourne, 18 degrees. Partly cloudy, 16 in Hobart. Partly cloudy, 20 in Adelaide. Very hot, 40 degrees the top in Perth. And a shower or two and 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Wednesday, the 8th of December, 2021.